So as I was saying, the slicha this morning for Tzarevetevet, uh, there's something at the end of the first slicha that shocked me. And from there, I started to look around a little bit today. And um, it's really, I saw a lot more in the entire siyot or slicha that we say that talks about what today is all about, Tzarevetevet. And I figured I would share a bit of it with you today. So, the beginning of the Slicha, and you can look inside if you have a sitter, we say, B'sholosh makas v'chaydesh hazeh hikani. That Hashem, that Hashem hit us with three makas in this month of Tevis. And we're going to describe them. And we spoke about this yesterday as well. And there's different Lashayinahs here. He cut me down, Gidani, Haniani, Hichani, um, He pained me. And then it says, it starts off with the first one. And it says, it says that um, the first one is, he says, really, and all three of them, I really was Kaveatainis. And the three days are Ches, Tes, and Yud, like we've mentioned. The first one is, that the Melech Yavon forced me to write Das Yavonis, to write the Taira into Yavonis. Now, this is a story, if, uh, we all know the story, of the Torah being translated into Yavanis. It's brought in the Gemara, Megillah, Daftes Amadal, the Gemara brings a story. Now, over there, the Gemara brings a story with Shivan Zekanim, and there was a king named Talmai, and Talmai put them into 70 rooms, and he told them, translate the Torah, and Hashem made it nice that they all made the exact same changes. Now, it's interesting, in Masech the Seifrin, it also describes that story. In the beginning of Masech the Seifrin, it says there, two stories, two separate stories. Maise behei zekenim, there were five zekenim, shekosvu l'talmai ha-melech as atari yivonis. That they wrote for Talmai HaMelech the Tehran Yevonis, It was a day that was very hard for Kla Yisrael, like the day the Ego was made, and it explains why. It's very hard to translate the Torah correctly, and since it wasn't translated correctly, that was something wrong, that was like a Yom Kashali Yisrael. Shuv another story with Talmai HaMelech, that he took 72 Zekanim, over there Megillah the Shaila in the gears to 70 or 72, here it says 72, he put them in 72 rooms, he didn't tell them why, this is the story in Megillah. And he, each one he said, write down Tyrus Moshe Rabchem, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave them eight, and they wrote the exact same thing. So there's really two different stories here, one with five Zekanim, that they translated it, with one Talmai HaMelech, and another Talmai HaMelech, or maybe the same time I am Melech, 72 Zekane. Now, in Masech the Megillah is a very interesting thing. Over there, Rabbi Yankavemdin, is the Ivitz in the back of the Gemara, says, which Talmai HaMelech was this? Now, it seems Talmai is like Parai. Parai was a name for all the kings. There were three of them. There were seven, my father told me today. Seven. Because Talmai, it seems, was, um, was the, like a Parai. It was a pharaoh. Was, that was the name that they used for the Syrian and Greek. The time of the Hanukkah Sarduli, there was three of them, because they all split up. Right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll see that. But throughout the thing, the name Talmai is really just the name for a king in the, in, in Yavon. So, so which king was it? So, so, so now there's a famous Talmai Amalek who was called, um, 
Philadelphia or Philadelphus, they call him, it depends. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So, says in Megillah, it can't be him, because he was an eye of Yisrael. He loved Klai Yisrael, and he wouldn't, and it sounds like from the Gemara Megillah, he took them 70 rooms, and it sounds like he was forcing them to do things, and therefore says and it couldn't have been him, it must have been a different Talmud. And he's very adamant about it, like three lines, is usually very short, in his guys, three lines he writes over there, it can't be him. The problem is a bit of a contradiction in Rabbi Yankavamdin, because when you get here to Masech the Cipher, we have two stories. We have the five Zikanim story and the seventy-two Zikanim story. So on the first one, the first Talmud, he writes, Nearly Shazehu ben Laga. There was a Talmud who was the son of a king named Laga. And this is the first one. The second one of the seventy-two, Zeho Philadelphia. So now in Megillah he said it can't be him, and over here he said he could be him. That's the contradiction of Bank of Amden, and there's not much to do about this contradiction. But I opened up the Eitzra Tzvilas, and Mivichilas Kvaidoy, and I'm not arguing with him, but I think Rabbi Yankov Amden made a very fundamental mistake, not it being his fault, because as you go through the history, and today I found all different types of history books, Sai in the secular history, and in what's con- con- considered Taldas Am Yisrael also, and Yosifun, in different places, there's a lot of unclearness in what's going on here. But I looked in the, when I started this in the Eitzra Atzvilas, it says the Eitzra Atzvilas, that on the eighth day, we wrote, this is what we said, Insani Lichtoi Das Yivani. He forced me. There's a key word, first forced over there. Says the Eitzra Atzvilas, in Megillus Tainus, this is talking about in Talmai HaMelech, parentheses, Talmai Philadelphus. So he's clearly learning the first story of the five Zikainim, not like Rabbi Yankavandin, that it was Philadelphus. Now, he says as follows. He says the problem with this, that the Mizach Tzayfim says it was Kashal Yisrael Kiyayim Shenata Ego. Why? Because it's very hard to be Metargim the Torah called Tzorcha. Meaning, what's going to happen when you start being Metargim Kloimar? Shalayavay HaTargim Barabbas Hayamim Ladeziyuf. He learns it wasn't possible to do it called Tzorcha. Doesn't mean they didn't do it exactly. They did a fine job. But the minute you put into Yavanis, now anyone could start making their own translations. And we like this word. Well, the same word. We'll look in the thesaurus. It's a similar word. It's the same. You change it. And so on. All of a sudden, right, you have problems. And he says, this was the forerunner to the next story of Talmai in the 70s of Canaan, where they translated the Torah. And now this is a bit. It sounds like Ramesh Sephtosiphon was 70s the Canaan of Klaiyutro. He says it wasn't so clear. And I saw other Mepharshim, I think, even in the Masech Tzayfrim, it could have been that it had to do. There were also there were also Greeks involved. There was the Canaan on top of them. They were in charge. The story's not clear, and that is the forerunner. So you'll have to. What's that? Septa. What's the Greek translation? Septuagint. Right. Whatever. Septuagint. Septuagint. Yeah, he calls it here. Samach ayin pei tazbov aleph gimel yud nun tez aleph. Septuagint. Right. So he says this was the forerunner to that. If you read that, which passages is from the 70s of Canaan, that's what it seems from the history books, so then you can't even tell that it's the original Torah. So this is what happens. So the first one where it says that it was a, such a terrible day,
way, you don't find that by the second one. The second one just says, that Hashem gave them Aslacha. But he says, once this already started, so now anyone could start up and start doing things in the Torah. The Hellenists, that they were in charge of, of running Klai Yisrael, they didn't know Tyra at all. The only way they knew Tyra because they read this Targum of the Tyra. So when you have the leaders themselves reading the Targum, you're in trouble. And he brings even examples the philosopher Yudigda Alexandri, Sartsava Hasoifer Ledivre Yemei Yisrael, Yosef Amatisio Akain, I think it was his Sifon, Uchayayitzabahem, where did they even know anything from? They only knew anything from the translation of the Torah. So, but that all was from the first time when those five Zikainim translated for Talmai Philadelphus. Now, the question is, Rabbi Yankov Emden had a good question. Philadelphus was known to love the Jews. So what is this problem over here? He said, Insani, he forced me. Comes along the Aitzat the, Tzvilas the, and says, an unbelievable Kiddush. Insani, they forced me, he says, that's what the Jews thought. Why they think that? Because Remember there was Rabbi Yankovendon said the first one was Ben Laga So the first Talmai This is what Wikipedia told me today The first Talmai He also had a name Laga That was his name Talma Laga And he was actually terrible for Klai Yisrael That's brought down because He went and he, and he, and he persecuted them And he took 120,000 Captives from Klai Yisrael, Ish Isha, he sold them as Avodim and Shvachas. He was terrible. So now his son, who is Talmai Philadelphus, which is why Rabbi Yankavendin, I think, is making a mistake. Because the first one he said was Ben Laga, the son, and the next one is Philadelphus. That's the same person. Ben Laga and Philadelphus are the same person. He was the son of Laga. So according to the way he's saying it, this Talmai Laga was a terrible, terrible king. Klai Yisrael comes to his son, they're not sure what it's going to be with him. So he comes along. In the end, he showed Klai Yisrael that he was nice to them. I saw one of the history books wanted to say that Klai Yisrael actually listened to his request to translate the Torah because he was so nice to them they felt that Pesachar is But the way that Yon Tzvilat says, no, they were still under the fear of his father. They thought if there's a Yavanish uh, 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 edict from the Yavanish king, you better do it or you're in trouble. They didn't realize who he was, which answer, answers um, Rabbi Yankavendin's problem of, of Philadelphus. So he says, this Philadelphus, he was a good king. He gave them a lot of Hanochas Rabbis, a lot of he helped them out. He took he took away a lot of edicts. The hate of his rise of it. His father was so evil. He fixed up a lot of those evils. So what's the problem? If they would have gone to him, he says, and said, "Listen, we can't do this. This is really against our everything we believe." So probably. Probably he would have said okay. But Klai Yisrael did it. They were too afraid. And since they were afraid and they didn't do this, that's called Insani he forced them. Now he ta- takes us the next step, the Aitzrat Tzvilas. And he says the truth is his entire story is a major kitchen on Klai Yisrael. Why? Even if he was like his father and forced them to do it, they should have refused and been Meister Nefesh to refuse the king to do this. 
And he brings a big proof by saying a big chiddush. There's a story in Malachim of Achav. Achav was from the worst kings Klaisel ever had. The Pasuk says in Malachim, There was nobody like Achav. And yet, and he's one of the kings that doesn't have a chelak loyalam in Sanhedrin. And yet, in Malachim Beis, it tells us, when Ben-Hadad Melech Aram came to him, and he wanted to see that Achav should send him Anoshim, Noshim, Kasef, Zohav, everything. Send him everything. And he sent it all. He didn't want to be attacked, Achav. He sent it all. Then he said, send me Machmad Enechav. The, the glory of your heart. Chazal tell us that's the safer Torah. And that Achav said no. Even who I am being the biggest Rasha, it stops here. I'm not sending you the safer Torah. And it was Sakonis the Fashis. And he came and he attacked. It was Christ, so it was in danger from him. Says the Aitra Tzvilas, what did he want? The safer Torah? Well, what did he need the safer Torah for? What did he get out of the safer Torah? Men, women, children, cats of Zav, it's all for his pleasure and benefit. What did he want? Says My heart says it's borrowed to me. He didn't want the Sefer Torah. He wanted a translation of the Sefer Torah. Ben Hadad Melech Aram wanted the Torah translated into Aramis. And Achav said, And even Achav, the biggest Russia, understood that this is crossing the line. So he says, and he put Klai Yisrael in danger for that. So he says, that was a taina on Klai Yisrael in those, in those days. Klai Yisrael in those days, those five Tamid HaChamim, the five Zikanim who translated it. Number one, anyways, he probably would have said okay because he was a nice king. But even if he wasn't, they should have taken their chances. Now whose fault was that? He says, and I couldn't find his safer. He says, I have a safer called Taldus Yisrael. And I proved this in Zayfer Taldus Yisrael. And someone looked like the Chachma for me wasn't there. I looked at the books, I couldn't find it. If someone could find me the safer written by the Ian Srila, I would love to see it. But he says, I proved there who was the one in charge of of these five Zikanim who went was Elazar ben Chanyai Achi Shimon HaTzadik HaKayin HaGadol he was a Kayin the brother of Shimon HaTzadik and he's the one who went that's Piyah Sanhedrin Leishal he didn't ask the Sanhedrin Sanhedrin wouldn't give him a shus could be they would have been Ayman he went on his own and in fact they got angry at him and they took him away from being a Kayan by Avir Mekunasa they were so upset at him because the Maisa this opened the door for all the Tsaras afterward that's here because of the of the of the translation of the Tsara which is an interesting thing so you have the Insani the being forced over here that um, that we're talking about that's the first Tsara that we have here now, what about the president that uh, that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu put uh, in the Shivim Lashinus? Yes. Yeah. So that's so. In my uh, in my research today, I saw that question come up many times. Um, I didn't see a clear answer for it. I saw people trying to give answers, but I didn't find a real good answer. The only answer really can say over there is that when Moshe Rabbeinu did it, so he was doing mamish and exact translation. It doesn't help here. You mean because it opens it up that anyone can translate it? Right. Yeah. That's the question is a good question. Yeah. I I have to do further research. So, now the second, so now what happens? Now the second thing we say over here, So now on the ninth day, which is yesterday, So Hashem, Zayamti got angry at me, Bechlima Vachaifer is bush and careful with shaming me, 
He took off my crown, and what was that? He took away Hanaisenim Roshefer, who Ezra Hasaifer, and this is what we talked about yesterday, that he took away Ezra Hasaifer yesterday on test. Now, we just mentioned this yesterday also that we don't find any other Gadol that we actually have, or very few at least, that you have a tainus for their Misa. Another Vavi, you are an Akayin, which were way back, but you don't find. So, so, okay, but we said yesterday how much Ezra Saifer really did for Kla Yisrael. But the, I saw the Yitzhak today says, the Yitzhak says, it's a funny thing, it can't be just for Ezra Saifer. We don't find the yards uh, uh, tightness just for the Ezra, just for Misa of one Tadik. They throw in Nechemia was also Nifter, either on, on Tess or on Yud, Nechemia was also. So he wants to say that what the real tightness was because of Bittel Hanavuah. Because with Ezra, Nechemia was the end of Nebuah. And we saw, end of Nebuah, we suffered a lot. We don't have the Chazayin of Nebuah anymore. So really on this ninth day, when we said it, for the Misa of Ezra Saifer, it wasn't for him in particular. It was for our losing, for Klaish, or losing the Nebuah. And um, that was the Iker Gzairah Satayinus. Now, Yom Asiri, we go now further. Yom Asiri. Right, so that was the yesterday that some say, see, he is Maramis to this, because he says, after everything, since they wrote Beferish that, they didn't want to say what happened, he says there must have been other things, and he himself doesn't want to write it. Look here, he says, like five Svarim, he says, look here, look there, and look this place. But they do say it was Yashka's birthday, it was yesterday also, and that's the reason why it was a tightness, yeah. Now, I didn't look there, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Hanasi, Rabbi Yehuda Lebra Menachem, Dayan Bikrachen, Beferusha Megillus Tainus. So, I don't know where these Marmachimus are, so I'm not sure. Now, we go on Yemasiri, the tenth day. Tzuva ben Buzia Chayze, Yechezka was commanded to write down Ksav Lukov Sefer Master, write it in Nevoa, with the Karn Lam Namus Venivsa, remembrance for Klai Yisrael, as Etem Ayemazeh, that this is the day. That they they um, they surrounded the matzah the the siege will began on Yerushalayim. So those are the three makos hikuni that we started off. Now he continues, and he says. He says, He says, With my mouth I'm going to cry out. The order of Peronius that happened in this month. Now he adds a fourth one. This is Yechezkel talking. Yechezkel was in Bavel. He was in Bavel. And he said, When the pullet came, the one who ran away from Yishalayim and told me, Hukzoa here. Because the Gemara Hashanah says, is what happened to Tavis? Why, why are we fasting? Either because because it was the beginning of the siege, or because the news came to Bavel, hey Tavis, if I like the Tanaim there, when the, when the, when the, I tell you yesterday Yud, but I think it says hey over there, the Tanaim, say that he came on hey Tavis, one of the Tanaim says, that's when the news got to Bavel, that on the Tishabah before, that's how many months it took, that um, the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. And that day, Yechezkel found out about it, and that was really now, according to that, the end of the, of the, so to speak, Korba Meis HaMikdash. So he writes over here, in this month, So he writes, on these four, on these things, I put um, um, ashes on my, on my face, 
Patsy, now here he writes Alarbaton, and all four. So he threw in, and the first time he said three things, because the siege of the Esamites and the destruction are really, are really three, are really one Makkah. So it's three. But on all four, I'm going to be I'm going to be put ashes on my face. So that's the four makkas over here. Now he continues and he talks about that all of these saris, saris alayla, kaveli, karisi, I should, alavai, I should dig a, a, a grave for myself. Tzadiku Hashem kifil marisi, Hashem is a tzadik because it was my fault. Klai so did averis. And he goes and he continues and he says karasi shimcha and so on and so forth. And he's davening now Hashem should listen to him. And he continues towards the end he says, now he throws in, besides the three and besides the four, the month of Teves, I was hit very much. Now, the Bavarshim say, when he went into Golis, also the being before Korban by Yisrishim, was also in Teves. And then, in you look, when you look in, when you look in, in Shulchan Aruch even, in Tavkov uh, Pei, when, when it's talking about over there these days, eight, nine, and ten, so on the ninth it says, we don't know what happened. And then we say the Mangan Avram says, it was Ezra and etc. and etc. You go look in the Mefarshim, in the Chassam Seifer, in the back of Shulchan Aruch, and there's the, and there's the Rebar Frank Omitumim. So they have lists and lists of all different Tsaris. Um, the, the, the expulsion in Portugal was Chav Gimel Tevis. Um, they have different, uh, um, all different types of Tsaris that happened in the month of Tevis. And it's interesting, many Tzadikim also were Nifter and Tevis. It's brought like that. So some say it's Samayla to be Nifter and Tevis, but it sounds like from over here it's all part of the Tzaris of Tevis that, that we have Yerach Tevis Ma'oid Bakisiba. So Tevis, even though it has a bit of Hanukkah in the beginning of it, but the rest of the month, Ma'oid Bakisiba. Vinishtanu Alai Sidre Nesibai. The normal Derech, the Sidre Nesibai, the normal roads have changed. Sorarti Pashat Yigali Estuvoi and this is the last phrase what struck me. Ha'imer la'yom ad poisavoi the one that said to the yom until here you should come. Now what first came to mind, and as I saw, the Oitzat Tzvila says this, that in Parashas Miketz, Yaakov Avinu said, when he's sending them down to with Binyamin, he says, Vekel Shakai Yitam Lecham Rachamim, right, says Rashi, what's the Lashon Shakai? Misha Omer Loi Lamei Dai, Yoymer Litzarai Say Dai, the one who said to the world, Dai, it's enough, should say to my Tzaras, Dai. Says so. I remember many years ago I heard from Rashiva about his face crying Lebracha that he said if he said the Mefarish and the Medrash Tanchuma says what's Pshat Misha Amar Leilamai die he says because the world was created that the Rabbinish every person could see the Rabbinish Shalaylam and connect with the Rabbinish Shalaylam. Now the Gemara says the world was like two rolls of, of, of yarn and it was unrolling and it was unrolling and rolling till Hakadosh Baruch Hu said die enough. What's die? That means that there's enough now in the Bria that every person could see the Rabbi Nishalaylam. The purpose the Rabbi Nishalaylam wanted in, in, in Bria Sa'aylam, that we should be able to connect and say, Bria Secha, I know where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Bria So there's enough potential in the world, there's enough possibilities that 
we could we could recognize it. So Misha Amr Lelamaydai, you put in all the ingredients to recognize Hashem. Saris, they're also there to wake up a person. When unfortunately we don't see the Rabbi Shalom in the normal Bria, he needs to wake us up otherwise. So you bring Saris. Siankavinu said, Rabbi Shalom, just like you said, Lelamaydai, I'm I'm connecting with you. I came to the purpose. It's enough Saris already. Which is the same thing over here, which is trying to say, which means, until here, this is the way the Bria is set up. He says, you said the yam stops here, so our tzaris should start off, stop also here, just like Yankov Avinu said, and Ishtalsu Yankov Avinu, Mishal Amr Leilamaydai. But I was thinking, can't get away from it. Not long ago, the Rabbanisham said, He decided to break that barrier. Right? There's barriers. The Yom is not allowed to go over. See, the Chazal tell us that in the early days, and after the days of the Mabul, and different times, the Aikainos, the, the, the ocean, overflowed in the days of different Rishayim. The Major says that they, it, it went and wiped out land masses and got bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's where the Mediterranean Ocean, became, Mediterranean Sea, is from because the ocean got bigger and bigger and wiped away land masses. When? Klai tells Mechabal the Tyra, Hashem said, I'm not doing this anymore. This is the end. The Meshachachman says, that's the Pshad, and Vizayi Sabrach says, At Hayom HaAcharoin. Hayom HaAcharoin, this is the last stop. He says, that's why this one man Dahmer says, you don't make a bracha on the Mediterranean. Oitzim Aitzim Bereshis. You say, Osa Sayyam HaGadol, because the Mediterranean wasn't here from Aitzim Bereshis. It came afterward. But then we're Mechabal the Tyra, and over there Meshachachman ties it in to Bereshis, Aitzim Bracha, beginning and end. But the idea is this Gvulim. There's Gvulim. And every once in a while, the Rabbi Nisham says, we're going to let this Gvul be broken, and the Yom is not going to just stop where it is. It's going to overflow. There's going to be a tsunami. There's going to be a flood. The Rabbi Nisham said, no, it's going to break the barrier today. What's the Pshat? Kobi the Pshat is, the feed is all Mahalach here. What happens? The Rabbi Nisham put a Bria for us to be Makram. Bria doesn't work. The Rabbi says, okay, Tzaris me. But what happens when unfortunately maybe those two things don't work? You have to put them together. The Tzara in the Bria. The Rabbi has to take the Bria, which has the Makram, you look at the Yam, you should see the Rabbi if that doesn't work, so he brings the Tzara. But when that Tzara is in the Yam itself, it's like bringing both Hakaras together. How could you not be Makram the Rabbi Nishalayim? When he says, Ha'aymer it doesn't mean kill the boundary. He said, meant all the way into the landmass. He said, it's going to come to here today. That's the tzara that, that we experience. And that's the tzara that should wake us up when both of those things come together. The tzara with the bria. So then, if we come and we wake up, and I, t- I said that in another minute, the, the Rabbi Leif said over when he spoke in... in um, in New York, there's a, there's a from meteorologist, his name is Mr. Marcus. I know him, his son used to stay by me, his son Lyndon tells, used to come to me very often, and he was from Minnesota, and um, he told her by leaf, he said, this whole thing was one big impossibility. It was, he, says, he said on the tape, he said, I won't bore you, the way I heard it, he said, I won't bore you with the logistics, I believe, said, but it's come out an impossibility that the way the storm went, made a right turn, hit the Canadian front, stopped, this whole thing, was impossible. 
possibility. It's impossible. There's only one answer. The Rabbi Yisrael made it happen. And that's what we have to be makir. is not an absolute. It's most of the time an absolute. We'll remain hopefully an absolute. But sometimes the Rabbi Yisrael says, you know what? There's a bigger wake-up call the Klai Yisrael needs. And that's what the day of Asar Tevis. And the whole month of Tevis is the Klai Yisrael. We were hit so much. What's the point? If we want the Rabbi Yisrael to say, we want to say, so we have to come to that Akara. We have to come to and if we connect with the Rabbi Yisrael, we improve our Tzvila, we improve our Avaidah, then hopefully we'll have learned the lesson of this Slicha and of this day, and the Rabbi Yisrael will bring Taka and bring the Vinyan Beit Hamikdash from Herbi Amen. Amen.